we're on a mission to help women get healthy for good. Join me each week for a new episode that'll help you sustain healthy habits and nourish your body so you can flourish in life. When it comes to nutrition, does it feel like you know what to do, you're just not doing it? Or maybe you find yourself stuck in this annoying all or nothing cycle. If it sounds like I'm reading your diary, well, that was my diary for a while too. And it's also the story of the thousands of women I've personally coached. That's why I created Flourish, the nutrition and body image support app made for women. If you recognize that diets don't work, but just not dieting isn't helping you feel your best either, download Flourish today. Your first live session with one of our credentialed nutrition and psychology experts is totally free, no credit card required. From there, you'll continue your journey with personalized accountability and support so that once you graduate from Flourish, you'll never need another nutrition program again. So head to the show notes and download Flourish for iOS or Android today. You're listening to the Nutritional Freedom Podcast. I'm your host, Claire Siegel, registered dietitian, founder of Nutritional Freedom, and total stationary nerd who's sharing episodes each week to help you ditch diets and get healthy for good. We'll dive into what really works when it comes to creating sustainable nutrition and health habits, ways to improve your body image, and how all of this helps you live a life that's in alignment with your values. Because that's what really matters, right? Let's dive in. Hey there, welcome back to the Nutritional Freedom Podcast. Hmm. Today's episode, we're going to get, we're going to nerd out a little bit, all right? So if you are a fan of understanding how your body works, the ins and outs, the, the whys, the hows, all of that, then you are in for a treat. We're, we're going to dig in. Today's episode is all about why dieting absolutely sucks for your metabolism. And, you know, discovering this firsthand and frankly tanking my own metabolism through dieting is what ultimately kind of uh, helped me snap out of the cycle. So what I hope is that if you are in the dieting cycle – maybe this episode can provide some kind of context and concrete reasoning and an explanation for why dieting is just like literally the worst thing ever. (laughs) Okay. So I want you to take a moment to think back on your diet history. What was the first diet that you went on? I, I know for many of us, it was Weight Watchers. But maybe for you, it was not even like so much of a diet, you know, didn't have like a name, let's say, but it was, you know, just generally trying to be healthier, for example, or generally trying to eat less, which oftentimes we think are the exact same thing. But as as you'll come to discover through this podcast, uh, they're not, <laughs> not necessarily. How old were you? How old were you when you first went on a diet or even when like you first became aware of your body? Why did you go on the diet in the first place? What results did you get? What were the initial results of that diet? Was it was it weight loss? If so, 
How long did it last? How long were you able to stick on the diet? Were there any other side effects, positive or negative? And how has your diet history progressed from there? Have you spent the rest of your life chasing that same initial weight loss that you experienced as a result of your first diet? Here's the thing, my friend. Diets promise to make you healthier and happier by virtue of making you thinner. But, 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 the research shows that they fail time and time again on literally all fronts. In fact, we know that most dieters will actually go on to regain more weight than they initially lost. We call that weight cycling. When you keep losing and gaining the same weight, and often, as I will explain, you actually gain a little bit more each and every time. Again, that's what we see in the research, and I want to to ask you, is that what you're also seeing in your personal experience? And if that is, then I really, really want you to stick around for the rest of this episode so you can understand why, so you can really empower yourself with that knowledge, okay? So here's the thing. Weight and weight changes, it's like weight loss or weight gain, even weight maintenance, weight, (laughs) however you want to slice it. It is not just a simple math equation. It is far more than calories in versus calories out. Your body weight is regulated by a complex neurohormonal system that is impacted by so many factors, your genetics, your environment, your behaviors, and more. And when you lose weight quickly through a diet, that system has checks in place to reverse that loss, returning you to your original weight or, in many cases, higher. And before you get angry, let me just say that it's not because your body doesn't want you to feel happy in a bikini. (laughs) It's not that your body or your brain don't want you to fit into like the bridesmaid's dress. It's because your body and your brain favor survival over anything and everything else. So I want you to think about it. How many times have you lost and gained the same weight? And maybe again, you've noticed that the longer you diet, the more your weight creeps up and it just keeps getting harder. The you know quick weight loss tricks that used to get you into your sorority formal dress feel so much more difficult today. Not only that, but they don't even breed the same results. And it's so frustrating, right? I know, I know how defeating and discouraging and shameful in some cases it, it can feel. So if you ask the diet creators or the diet industry, they're going to chalk it up to your lack of self-control, your insufficient willpower, the fact that you're not doing it right or you're not doing enough. But that is just not the case. You are not failing diets. Rather, the diets are failing you. And on today's episode, we're going to explore just one facet of that failure, specifically as it pertains to the effect that dieting has on your metabolic rate. 
Okay. So as I previously mentioned, you'll commonly hear weight management boiled down to this like very uh, simple idea of balancing calories in versus calories out. And okay, there's not like nothing to this, you know, within reason and without underlying issues or imbalances, weight is gained in a caloric surplus and it's lost in a caloric deficit to an extent and within boundaries and limits. So this is, again, it's not untrue, but what it is, is a drastic oversimplification. Okay. And I want to, to dig into this idea of, of energy balance. Okay. That's, that's what we call this calories in calories out thing. It's called energy balance because that's what calories are. They're a form of energy. So let me just explain how this works. Okay. So energy balance occurs when calories in equals calories out. Okay. Now, what does that mean? (laughs) Calories in equals calories out really means energy from food or, you know, the calories you eat equals your total daily energy expenditure, (laughs) T-D-E-E. And let me tell you what is included in the calories out or total daily energy expenditure side of this equation. Okay, so first is your resting metabolic rate or your RMR. And this is the energy required by your body at rest over a 24-hour period. And this makes up the majority of your TDEE or again, that calories out side of things. There's also the thermic effect of feeding, TEF, which is the energy that it takes to digest, metabolize, and absorb the food that you eat. This contributes the least to your TDEE, okay? Then there is uh, exercise energy expenditure, aka like working out, the calories you burn from from exercise. And then lastly, there is non-exercise activity thermogenesis, or NEAT, N-E-A-T. This is the energy burn associated with like non-exercise activities. So right now you can't see me, but I'm kind of like fidgeting a little bit. I'm fidgeting with a hair clip and I'm fidgeting. Um, I'm kind of like twirling back and forth in my chair. And and that is, it's burning calories. (laughs) I'm not sure why I'm doing it, but I know I'm not doing it for that. But this is, you know, burning energy, brushing your teeth, walking to your car. That is a factor in the calories outside of this whole calories in, calories out equation of energy balance. So let's think about what happens when this like calories inside decreases when you're on a diet. Because isn't that that what happens? Whether it's obvious, you know, in terms of calorie counting or going on Weight Watchers, counting your points, that you're decreasing the calories inside of things, or even something like a Whole30. You may not be counting, but through cutting out so many foods you are in all likelihood experiencing a decrease in the calories in side of things. So our bodies haven't evolved in the 150 years since the advent of dieting. Your body doesn't know the difference. Your body doesn't know whether you're cutting back to fit into a bridesmaid's dress or if it's in a famine, (laughs) right? Your body is going to think it's in a famine and it's going to seek energy balance above all else because energy balance is homeostasis, is survival. So when calories in dips because you're dieting, 
over time, calories out will too. In other words, your metabolic rate will slow. And this is a phenomenon called adaptive thermogenesis. And what's really interesting is that it actually falls more than one would expect based on body composition or, you know, the decreased thermic effect of food. So it's it's actually more exaggerated than you would actually think, you know, just based on the fact that you're losing weight and eating less food. Because again, your body favors survival and when it senses that decrease in the calories inside of things, it seeks homeostasis. So it's going to lower that calories outside too. And that is not all. That is not all that happens as you diet. I want to talk a little bit about some of the hormonal changes, and I'm going to try to keep this pretty simple, okay? Because (laughs) stuff can get a little complicated. Weight is much more complicated than the, the simple calories in, calories out, energy balance equation makes out. And even if you didn't know all the science, and even if this is like your first time hearing all this, you probably know that to be true. You probably know it to be true based on your own individual human experience. And you also probably know it to be true just based on like looking at the world around you. How many people are constantly in pursuit of weight loss and how many people have tried every diet under the sun and that, you know, there is no agreement on the best approach. So it's clearly not just calories in, calories out. There are a lot of factors at play and hormones are a big one. So there are many, many hormones involved in your consumption and utilization of of food and the nutrients contained in food. So there's ghrelin, there's leptin, there's PYY, there's CCK, there's insulin, which you've probably heard of, uh, just to name name a handful. But for now, I just want to focus on what happens with your leptin and ghrelin in light of that drop in, again, calories in. So leptin is a hormone. Uh, It's released by your fat cells, okay? So when leptin is released, you feel satisfied. And in light of caloric restriction or the decrease in calories in or dieting, your leptin levels also decrease. So basically... The harder you diet, the less satisfied by food you feel. And that is due to the decrease in leptin. Leptin lowers as you diet. Then there's ghrelin, which is commonly referred to as the hunger hormone. I always think of like, grr, like, grr, like your stomach is growling. (laughs) Because you're hungry. Um, I remember that's how I, I thought of it when I was becoming a dietitian when I was in school. So when you restrict your calories, your ghrelin levels increase, and this increases your hunger levels. Okay? So I want to I want to put it all together. I know this may be a lot to take in, you know, uh, over a podcast, so I want to I make this so, so, so simple. So let's put it all together. You are dieting, aka restricting calories, whether it's consciously and, um, you know, deliberately or not. So the calories inside of this calories in equals calories outside of the equation is down. So your body is going to kick in to restore energy balance. Again, it likes to be balanced. Our bodies like to be in homeostasis. What will happen? Your resting metabolic rate is going to slow, as we discussed. 
Uh, your thermic effect of food is going to dip because you're consuming less food. And though you won't consciously realize it, your non-exercise activity thermogenesis is also going to decrease as you just subconsciously become more sedentary. So less fidgeting, less walking, you're going to want to uh, park closer to, to the grocery store, things like that. And then in terms of hormones, your leptin levels are down because you're dieting. So then in terms of hormones, your leptin levels will lower. Again, leptin lowers during dieting. Your leptin levels will be down, so you're going to feel less satisfied. And your ghrelin levels are up, so you're feeling more hungry. Plus, we didn't actually mention this yet, but a little bonus tidbit for you. Dieting is a stress on the body. And this is going to cause an increase in cortisol, which is another hormone you've probably heard of. And this is going to increase your carbohydrate cravings. Isn't that just lovely, less satisfied, more hungry, and more carb cravings? Seriously, pause for a second. And is that not the exact trifecta of feelings that you have when you finally just say, screw it, and and dig into a, a bag of chips when you're supposed to be on a diet? And again, I say this I want to like shake you and hug you and tell you like, oh my gosh, don't you see? Like this is not your fault. It is not about your intelligence. It is not about your willpower. It is not about your self-control. It is literally just being a human. It's your body. It's physiology. It's biology. It is not your fault. And, 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 and. (laughs) While all of this is happening in your body, Your mind is also at work to restore energy balance as the quantity, the number, and the intensity of food-related thoughts start to spike. Remember when I said that there is a complex system in place to fight against dieting? It's happening at all angles, all right? And listen, 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 listen. I know this is frustrating. I know it is frustrating to live this out and to look back on your diet history and think, oh my gosh, I have been doing this for 10, 20, 30 years. But I want to encourage you to understand that this is like a recipe for survival. And if you were in a famine or if you couldn't get your hands on food, you'd be very grateful for this cascade effect that kicks in during caloric restriction right? But I understand. I hear the frustration. I hear the the discouragement and the helplessness. And I believe that you deserve to feel comfortable and confident in your body. I believe that you deserve a vibrant sense of health that is fuel for the life that you desire. And I know that while diets position themselves as this quick fix to get you there, I know your body knows better. So what do you do? What do you do? I want to encourage that you don't jump on the next diet. (laughs) I want you to pause, pause for a moment. I want you to zoom out and take an objective look at what is going on in your approach to food. Are your food choices motivated by self-care, self-compassion, self-respect, and a loving sense of self-discipline? Or are they guided by fear, by loathing, and the demand that your body change as quickly as it possibly can? 
Are your food choices consistent? Or are you all on and then all off? Do you maybe eat clean all week only to end up binging on the junk food? I'm using air quotes here. All weekend? Maybe you find yourself eating way more on the weekends or in the evenings. These can all be signs that whether you kind of realize that you're on a diet or not, that you are engaged in diet behavior and in all likelihood, diet mentality. Do you have a lot of drama around food? Do feelings of guilt and shame follow quote unquote bad food choices? Do you find yourself engaging in these like very lengthy and draining internal negotiations about what to eat, when, how much to eat, all that? So if this is the case, (laughs) if this podcast and those questions were like, oh, Yep. Yep. Yeah. You got, you got it. Thanks, Claire. You (laughs) you hit the nail on the head. Then again, the solution is not another diet. The solution is not to keep doing what you've been doing, but harder or more or better, right? In fact, the solution is really never another diet. I'm, I'm like scratching my head trying to think about when the solution could be another diet. Maybe, you know, maybe if it if it pertains to like medical nutrition therapy and we, we're, it's not that podcast, okay? We can talk about it another time. The solution is not another diet. The solution is healing your relationship with food and your relationship with yourself. That's it, okay? That is exactly the work that we're doing here. <laughs> I know we're 20 something episodes in, so in case that is not abundantly clear, that is what we do. <laughs> we support you and help you in that journey. Okay. So we actually created a free course because I know that, listen, I just, this was a lot of info. I know you may be feeling a little bit overwhelmed. I know you, what I hope you have is like a clear understanding of like what doesn't work and and maybe beginning to see why, but where you may start to feel overwhelmed is the how, the, what do I do next? Like, oh my gosh, my eyes are open. I'm done doing the same stuff, but I really don't know how to move forward. So we've created a free course. It is linked down below. It is called The Three Keys to Never Diet Again. It's awesome. We've had thousands of people do it. It is a free video series, three days. We send you one lesson a day. There's a worksheet that goes, or sorry, a workbook that goes along with it. It is awesome. It gives you a a really great taste of what this work is because it is not another diet and... For good reason, (laughs) obviously. All right. So I hope you like this episode. Y'all have to tell me if you like the these kind of sciencey episodes. I'll be curious to hear how you think it translates over podcast. I hope you were able to to follow me and all the the acronyms, the hormones, all that. Um, It may be worth going back and listening to a, a couple times just so you can really kind of understand how all these pieces come together. But hey. This is a great episode to send to a friend, maybe someone who feels frustrated and discouraged in her approach to health. Um, maybe some family members. I know we got we got a lot of dieting moms and aunts and grandmas even. Um, so lovingly, compassionately share this episode with a friend or post it on social media. I would love it so much if you help me get the good word out. All right. I hope you enjoyed this week's episode and I will see you next week. Bye. Bye.